everyone and welcome to another episode of Black Girl Brunch. My name is Iman. And I'm Sabria. And we are so, so, so happy to be back with another episode. How are you this week? I'm better. That's so good. You know what probably helped you? What helped me? Recording last week's episode of Black Girl Brunch because it did. that it helped did. me. And according to like a lot of listeners, it helped them. So we got to get, we got to do that again. That was very nice. I loved it. It was great. Tea for the soul. Tea for the soul. Tea for the soul. Okay. Um, If you haven't checked out last week's episode, make sure you do. Because I think it was one of my all-time favorites. Um, But yeah, my week has gotten, my week has been not terrible. So I'll take that, you know? I yeah, really I mean, that, weekend. that's all that matters is that it wasn't turb. Yeah, I had a real nice weekend. Shouts to Jameer. Shouts to Liana. Tori. Yes, we oh, we were together this weekend. <laughs> I forgot. That yes. was really great. That was, I needed that. I was smiling so hard, grinning like a fool. Seriously, seriously. And oh my God, I swear I hear people arguing outside again. I don't I'm hear them. Like, Okay, good. They're definitely um, hollering at each other, but <laughs> I'm, I feel like the whole community get together to be like, all right, so you know what time you're going to start acting up? <laughs> Not hollering. They're People hollering. hollering is crazy. That's crazy to holler. That's what I'm saying. Because <laughs> when you holler that, you feel real weak after that. <laughs> that like, is nuts. I, the only, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I will <laughs> holler at my dog. <laughs> Yeah, because she will do the craziest shit. Like she would be the type of dog that busts in the room, run in, scratch a sixty dollar pair of Nike tights, and like run away. Yeah, I don't like, like that. What the fuck? You know? Yeah, I don't like that at all. But to holler at another human, I don't know. I don't know what <laughs> you would have to be doing. To That's make me too holler. freaky. That's too freaky for me. Sorry, yeah. I want a biscuit so bad. Ooh. I know that was random, but you know what biscuit I want? Um, the one we got from that breakfast Crest? place, Grindcore. Oh, Grindcore, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. like Miss Rachel's. Um, yeah, I said, mm, ooh, talk it was to like me. it was the biscuit was like real crumbly. Talk dirty to me. <laughs> it was, excuse my language, very buttery, very crumbly, very biscuity, very thick. Um, it was a good joint. I got it last week. And what I like about the sandwich, so it's like biscuit, you get the tofu, egg, vegan cheese, and then you yeah. can get bacon, or you can get sausage, vegan, bacon, vegan, sausage. That makes yeah. a huge difference, because that's like some days are bacon days, and some days are sausage days. Yeah. And I like to have a choice. Boy, I want a biscuit. I might make a biscuit. If you do, make sure you airdrop one over to me. <laughs> um, so let's get into our fave four. Our fave four this week is pop stars. I almost yeah. didn't recognize what I wrote because I wrote pole stars instead of pop stars. And I'm oh, like, you wrote is... it down? I, yeah, well, I wrote it down on the fave four and I made a typo. Oh. So. So our fave four pop stars because, of course, we love our music. So for you, Sabrina. My favorite pop stars, I have in no particular order. These are just ones that came to mind. Of course, I'm going to have to say Britney Spears. Yes. Um. Yeah, Britney Spears for sure. I used to have Britney Spears Barbie. I just was like all about her. Like when I was a kid, I was just like, 
I was obsessed. Like, she is the epitome of pop star. Um, free her. You know, I hope things get better for her. Uh, yeah, I love Britney Spears. Um, her music. She just, and, like, I just look at, like, you know, back at her work and stuff. And I'm just like, nobody's doing it like that anymore. Like, I feel like that era and that, like, style of, like, pop star is, like, is gone. Like, it's just not like that anymore. Um, no, it's really not. And for me, maybe because I witnessed it, um, it's, like, kind of sad. But, um, you know, the younger generation don't know what that's like. But maybe um, they – because, like, when I was younger, I did, like, older music and stuff. And I was like, why isn't XYZ like this anymore? So it might be that same thing. You might be content with it. But – it's just crazy. Nobody's doing it like that no more. That style of pop star. Ugh, I My, hate it. I really do hate I it. I do hate it too. I do hate it. But what you gonna do? Um, <laughs> the second one is I'm going to say um, what's that? Nicki Minaj. Um, you said Nicki Minaj. Yeah. Okay. I definitely consider her a pop star. Um, after Super Bass, it was official. Yeah, definitely, it was a crossover, um, like rap, um, pop star type thing, and I feel like she has solidified herself as a pop star. Um, also, like doing it's so crazy doing this because I remember being younger and liking pop music. It was almost like being a pop star was like a slur because I guess quote unquote like hipstery people and like now I look back at it, a lot of those people were older than me and then being miserable. like they were miserable. They were old that's why I'm so protective of like teens and like the stuff that they like because that's what people used to do to me when I was a kid. I like look back at the people who like were mad that I liked pop music or like tried to say I'm that like, oh, I was she's trash. Yeah, so I'm like they all were like older people 40s. that's why i'm that yeah that's why i'm like even the people on my space they were like i was a teenager and they were like my age now and like trying to gatekeep like well what's cool when I, I like pop stars that's so weird like yes it breaks my heart that it's not like pop stars out like that like anymore like britney spears and i'm like but the young kids they gonna like what they like whatever but you know what but, i i don't think that it's no pop stars because young people like what they like i feel like if you gave people pop stars they would fuck with them but i just think that right now they too busy trying to tiktok and nobody's creating anything with authenticity exactly people are thinking about the numbers people are thinking about the numbers and people are also i'm sorry the work ethic is gone. Yeah, it really is. Because, like, I'm sorry. You're going to tell me that these kids today wouldn't like somebody that knew how to dance, knew how to sing, and gave, like, good music. I'm like, these girls don't be knowing how to dance, and they don't be knowing how to sing. They don't even have catchy voices. Exactly. That's why people love... That's why, like, K-pop started... Like, I had liked K-pop when I was in college. Um K-pop started to get, like, a little big, like, high, when I was in, like, high school, college. But I started getting into it when I was in college. Like, my freshman year of college. Um, so, yeah, I was still, like, around, like, high school age. So, I was, like, 18. But a lot of people, a lot of kids now, if they want, if they are, like, craving that, like, pop star thing, they listen to K-pop. Because that's the only thing that is genuinely like pop that we grew up with. Because the work ethic is, is there. Yeah, it um, is there. And they dance, they be rapping, they be singing, <laughs> they do it all. So I feel like if you want they that, like, they do it, the damn thing. They do it all. And it'd be like 50 of them. And it's like, if you want that, if you're craving, if you got a taste for pop music, that's where you go. You listen exactly. to K-pop. Um, but yeah, so 
back to Nicki Minaj, I think I definitely see her as a pop star now. And if, if you know me, one thing about me is that I love when she sings. I know that is a very controversial topic. <laughs> I If you disagree with me, I am not listening. I'm sorry. But personally, I enjoy when she sings. I love The Night Is Still Young. Like, I love, like, her pop hits. I love them. Um, yes. And I think that is very, like, definitely iconic to, like, have that, like, just transfer. Like, you still a rapper, but you have crossed yeah. over to, like, pop She literally can get the respect in, like, rap circle. But then she be going on Ellen. And you like, don't know, nobody else can have that range where they can exactly. see both like that. Also, this is like my all-time favorite, like probably one of the first pop stars that I was obsessed with, um, and that is Cher. Mm. Um, anybody that knows me knows that I love because Cher is legend, legendary. The thing about me, my mom has always said this. Ever since I was a kid, I have always loved legends like divas. <laughs> so that's why I'm just like certain, like like it's music and stuff. Like me, not saying like I'm a music like connoisseur or whatever, but for me, there's a difference when some somebody is like catchy and somebody who is like, oh, she's cute. This is cute. And when somebody is a legend and who is legendary. And I honestly feel like um one of the the most recent, you know, legend who is somebody who is creeping into legendary territory is Nicki Minaj, mm. personally. I feel like that. Like, she is about to solidify herself as legendary. Mm. Um, and I, like I said, ever since I was a kid, I've loved Legend. Cher was, like, the first pop star that I was just, like, she, her music has transcended through eras from, like, the 60s to the 2000s. Yeah. And always had hits. Yep. Always had hits, always had body, uh, timeless beauty. It wasn't one time where you could look at like a share photo from the 70s and be like, what was that outfit? You got, okay, like easy. Exactly. You could copy and paste that outfit right into today and she mm -hmm. would shut the Met Gala down. Like, exactly. seriously. Exactly, because I forgot what, I think it was a Met Gala. It was one Met Gala that Kim Kardashian did a outfit that was inspired by Cher. And then so, Zendaya recently did an outfit inspired by Cher. That yellow get up she had on for the Oscars. Yeah, exactly. Like everything she does is timeless. So I really love top people who are legendary, people who work their ass off, people who have like, you know, I just love that. And I and the thing is what I will say about another thing I don't like about like a certain thing about like today's music is that um everybody wants that status, but the thing is it's okay if you don't have that status. Like it's okay, and I feel like um because in social with social media, everybody is so obsessed with like being seen and keeping up with like the you know the last project they did or whatever blah blah blah. Like for instance, um, Esther Dean, she had her little hits and stuff like that, but she writes. Mm -hmm. She's not trying to be um you know number one girly whatever blah blah blah. She's sticking to what she's. She does well, See, and that's right. Same with Seven Streeter, like same not, with Seven Streeter. Like, I think nowadays people assume that if you aren't on the number one, if you aren't competing with Beyonce, you're a flop. Whole time, you personally could just be interested in another aspect of the business. <laughs> it's exactly. like so wild to think that people think, oh, she's not doing anything. Whole time, they pin game is super strong. Exactly. So I just feel like. um I feel like that's another thing. Like, I wish that people were a little bit more okay with um, 
being like just being I want to say like mediocre like if like yeah. and it's not a bad thing because everybody is just not meant to be like look that. at what Tierra Marie gave us right exactly but we know but that's it that's enough that's all, exactly. that's all she's going to give us but that was enough like look at what Rod Digger gave us like there's a lot of people that we just remember from childhood and we would celebrate them if we ever like saw them on like a BET like reunion type of show exactly but it's like it's that's it's always been this way in the industry you had different tiers for artists and i think that each one of those tiers of people are successful because it's a whole lot of people out here who can't even get there exactly so i feel like you should pat yourself on the back with for that um also excuse me the last one it's so hard because like i love pop stars so this is just like such a tough like thing um i'm gonna do i know this is like cheating but i'm sorry can i do like slash this person slash that person go ahead i want because i'm curious <laughs> so the first one is tina turner mm. i definitely consider tina turner a pop star slash She's rock star. star um when i was it's so funny because when i was younger um my grandma when i was at my um grandma's house my mom's mom um she had a tina turner cd and she had like a michael jackson cd and I forgot what other CD, but I only listened to, and I think Tony Braxton. So I only was listening to like old music, like consider what people consider like old music. Um, and like my friends was listening to like, I guess like newer, like people, whatever. And like, I kind of like felt left out and stuff, but I just always like loved um, Tina Turner's music, her style. And when I was younger, I never seen her as somebody who was like, older like I never like connected her with age I just thought she was just like the mm. one for me yeah and again that's me loving legends like I loved like me some VH1 divas like stuff like that I just love legendary women like I just love like that is what I love somebody that can people who are like on the list to perform in Vegas like that's the people <laughs> that like that's my tea. Like, I love those same people. So, Tina Turner, like, I just love, I think she has, like, you know, it's a shame, you know, the trials and tribulations she had to go to, mm. through. And if you have HBO Max, I would suggest you watch um Tina. Um, I watched it. Did you watch it, Iman? No, but I'm gonna watch that tonight. Thank you for reminding me. I yeah, appreciate it. It's very, it's, it's very good Um, because you just, you had no clue. Like I had no mm. clue all the stuff that she went through, and I think you, Iman, you're going to be your mind's going to be blown. I, yeah, I, I, I already, man. Like I was listening to a super soul conversation between Tina Tina Turner and uh, Oprah, uh-huh. and just hearing like her mom's would side with Ike sometimes was yeah. enough to make me pa- almost pass out. Like how does one go through that? Yeah. And even in his death, her mom will still like try to not paint him out to be the bad guy if he did after he did that to her daughter. So I mean I can only imagine what the documentary is going it to like is, reveal. I'm never like after like somebody who like I again I love legends. I love um stuff like that. So I will always watch like Driven and like each true Hollywood story and like after watching all the documentaries and stuff, I've never seen a story like hers. Mm. And I know it's not supposed to be, it's not supposed to be inspiring because nobody should grow through something like that. But like, it made me, um, watching it, it made me put like my own life in perspective and stuff. Um, because like when she really had her like breakout hit, she's in her forties. Mm-hmm. And um, people was trying to throw away. Yeah. 
So it just really made me put things in perspective, you know, for myself and made me like, you know, think like, like think now, like, you know, maybe I shouldn't be hard on myself because things go different ways for different people. That's it. Um, Exactly. Um, And the other person at the slash, I would feel so, um, I would feel so um, weird if I did not say this person. And I know Rex is going to say some shit. When does he not have anything to say? Um, but I'm gonna have to say Lady Gaga. Oh, of course. Um, I feel like she came out on the end of when the pop stars were like dying out, and she grabbed that title. But she grabbed she grabbed that title by the balls, mm. and she just I just feel like she's definitely. Like, I don't, I don't care what anybody says. She's definitely the one for me. Yeah. Like, definitely I don't understand one, how anybody legendary. could question Lady Gaga being an option. Like, she definitely she's legendary. probably one of the only girls, one of five girls in the last decade who was given, who was being compared to, like, a Madonna. Okay. You know, like, she, okay. she's, please. See, not, I, I don't have time for people who want to argue <laughs> about Lady Gaga. Like that's Period. how I feel. Like we can talk Period. about something. We can she, talk about something that actually matters, <laughs> something that's actually debatable. I'm not having a conversation about Lady Gaga. Period. Pause up. Like I feel like excuse me, her and the human eyes was definitely the ones that was um keeping it keeping this pop shit alive. Yeah. I'm like, be, who I'm the be fuck honest. else? Bad romance, like I'm disgusted. That song was so good. <laughs> right? That song was so, so good. So good. So I love me some Gaga. Like this this category, like now that I'm like starting to talk about it and stuff like that, it's just so like so good. This category because I just love me pop stars. Like even like, you know, I do, you know, Madonna is, yes, she's a racist old hag, but you cannot deny. <laughs> she's a pop star. I don't know any Madonna songs, but she's a pop star. I remember oh, when you is- told me that, I was so gagged. I was like, wow, that's so decent to me though. I love how, how disconnected you are from white culture yes very <laughs> disconnected um and i'm thank god for whatever thing i just be ignoring they shit but here's the thing i will say about my madonna i say my donna madonna <laughs> um i may not have known her music but i knew who the fuck she was i knew period. her name i knew she was period. that girl i knew that everybody was talking about her period so it's just like eh, it's still a legend is a legend despite their bullshit it's just exactly. what it is you can argue about a lot of things but you cannot argue about what people bought to a, to a game it's that's just like Tyra Banks Fruit Loop but you cannot Fruit argue Loop. that she is a fucking legend and she serves her place for a good reason like exactly. please don't ever get that confused so yeah but I'm not arguing about Lady Gaga I'm just not doing it like that's just you can <laughs> argue with it. your mom I exactly I used to be like that was the I feel like her and Beyonce like the last two people that I used to argue damn like I used to be on Tumblr like kill yourself <laughs> When I tell you I was a little monster down, okay? Oh, my God. <laughs> Her and Nicki Minaj, I used to get in so many arguments on Tumblr with people. I'm like, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> so, 
let me get into mine because this is a long fade for it, but I love it, honestly. Like, can we just have a music show? In addition to like our American Next Top Model show, we just have to have like a music show. No, seriously. Uh, so Dua Lipa, I know she's new in the game, but I want to thank her. Right? She's very she's, good. She's very good. She's very beautiful. And she's just, I think she's the closest thing we have now to what to a pop star has been since the 80s. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? We got this girl who's like dancing, who's singing, who's making cool songs that you can dance to in the club. I just really like her. And I just feel like I know I'm about to mention her next to some icons and people are like, well, why her? Because I feel like she's the only pop star lately who has my interest. Mm-hmm. And she's gotten me through this pandemic. Like I've listened to so much Dua Lipa uh, while I worked out and stuff. And then I got a chance to see her performing at Grammys and she looked so beautiful. So I just, I'm, I don't know. I love her a lot. So really into Dua Lipa. Next, um, I'm going to go with Katy Perry because again, did she gel her baby hair down yes she did but did she give us teenage dream she absolutely fucking did and i think that was the um that was the soundtrack to like my girlhood right or like my my introduction to like adulthood life um it was such a well-rounded album it talked about so many things it talked about love it talked about fun it was flirty it was real like firework was that fucking song. And I just mm-hmm. really, really love Katy Perry. And if she doesn't create another hit song after that album, it really wouldn't matter to me <laughs> because mm-hmm. that album was so good to me. Um, I'm going to go with Rihanna for my third choice. Speaking of, remember when Rihanna and Katy Perry had that uh, BFF face? That was so interesting. Interesting. That was... <laughs> They were calling themselves best friends. That was, but then I feel like Rihanna was like, nah, yeah, not for me. Go back around my family. That's the yeah. one thing I love about Rihanna is that she is always around her family. Um, she has had the same squad for the last fifteen since she's had Instagram. Yep. She's had the same squad, and as a person who don't fuck with a lot of people, I really think that. I respect that, and I think it's the secret to success. Because if you look at Beyonce, same thing. You cannot be having a lot of new people around you. You got to keep the same people around you, preferably if you have the privilege of it being people in your family or Mm -hmm. from childhood. Yeah, like same squad for the rest of my life, if possible. It's true. Um, But yeah, I just I love that. Um, But let's just like talk about like her really really pop ish songs because you know she dabbles too. Like Rihanna can get into her like. She literally was rapping on Lemon with Pharrell. But we also have, like, Please Don't Stop the Music who's and that Umbrella. Chick? Who's, and who's that, that chick? Rihanna makes sure she includes a really good pop song <laughs> on every album. And I do appreciate that. Yes, definitely pop, pop star, rock star, a lifestyle. Like, I just love it. Remember like, when We Found Love came out? Oh my God, that was so crazy. I remember I thought I related to that song because I met a nigga in the club. Yellow diamonds in the That video had Tumblr in the chokehold, honey. Uh, yes. Oh my God. You she, was like, she was being emotional in the bodega, crying in the bathroom. I love that. I thought that was so, I was like, exactly. Yeah, same. Drama. I do. I get it. I so, <laughs> uh, uh, remember only girl in the world 
that was pop. I would say that was pop, baby. That's um, another person that I was like, I used to be fighting yeah. down, honey. Again, I don't, but you know, now that I'm older, I'm just like, we're not going to do this. Yeah, that's, I some definitely Some artists are debatable and some are, yeah, of course, because I did the same thing. Please, I block, I've gotten blocked for how many times, for how I've defended Beyonce. Like, I will <laughs> never forget that Um, by multiple people. <laughs> so, I used to do that when I was a kid because, hey, I could afford to. But now I, I just can't, like, mentally or financially afford to argue. So <laughs> I'm just like, if I do, if you do trick me and make me, like, go back and forth with you over an artist, it's not going to be, like, Beyonce. It's not going to be Rihanna. It's not going to be. I'm not arguing about no legend. Like, don't talk to me. Talk to the numbers, okay? Because exactly. there's like, a lot no, more people that agree with me than they agree with you. It's no use to fighting. It's really not no use to fighting no, at all. It's not. Like, and the thing is, no. that's why, like, I, now the thing is, I will argue about Saweetie because I feel like I am fight. I feel like I feel like I'm fighting for my life. I'm gonna leave her alone. <laughs> it's different, it's different. because it's, you know, for some people, it's up in the air about. That's why. That's why I get defensive because I'm like, stop. <laughs> yeah, but, just cut it out. <laughs> you know, cut it out. Oh my god, let's get through this straight for Um, Mariah Carey is my final because Mariah Carey and like, she reminds me of you like whenever I think of Mariah Carey I'll be like Yvonne I've never <laughs> related to a person more in my life and just like listening to her like autobiography is so I, I relate to somebody being so classy but like such a potty mouth at the same time and I'm like something about Mariah Carey where she can absolutely get away with saying fuck, shit, ass, whatever word she wants. And it still sounds, like, so beautiful. And I'm like, that's... I love women who can just, like, do both that way. So mm -hmm. great. But yes, Mariah Carey, um, simply because of honey and always be my baby. Like, what do you, like... Ugh. Right. And before, when, when Mariah Carey was on punishment in marriage with that terrible man, <laughs> you know, he pretty much didn't want her to, like, dabble in the black shit. So he kept her on them pop charts, but boy, did she deliver effortlessly, like hmm. 80s. Mariah Carey was in her twi early 20s. Another person who really started to find their voice in her 30s. Mm -hmm. um, so it's just inspiring to see her career and to know that Mariah Carey is nowhere close to being done. Like, she's absolutely still relevant. It's just like true, true diva, true diva. I do want to give a shout out to Kesha and Janet Jackson. Um, yeah. And the Pussycat Dolls, because yes. those women, um, if you talk about, well, with Kesha, it was another, it was a new type of, type of pop star. Like, you know, our 2010s, she just really, really helped me to think about like what life might be like outside of my mom's house because mm -hmm. she told so many stories in her songs songs but janet jackson and pussycat dolls like let's go back to that old school pop star some will argue it's not healthy but that girl who danced all day who made sure she was fitting on the treadmill singing her lines like i know that was like boot camp but that <laughs> made the best pop stars <laughs> so i'm like i'm not trying to say body positivity kill pop but <laughs> <laughs> but it kind of did so um <laughs> let's get back to our actual show <laughs> um let's toast for a sis right let's toast to zori james y'all shouts to zori james for just being so adorable and for she's running so, her family she's so cute <laughs> please check out her instagram page um she's just so adorable and i can just tell like her mom thinks she's a riot like she says the funniest <laughs> things um also we want to put our send our prayers up for palestine like prayers up prayers up 
Um, if you're like me, you're just kind of still trying to understand what's going on, but there are so many resources out there and I advise you just to check it out. Yes. Um, tea time. All right. Let's get into tea time. I had to take my pants off. Huh? I had to take my pants off. Oh, listen, lady, I want you to be comfortable by any means. (laughs) So a four year old boy. Um, ordered $2,600 <laughs> worth of Spongebob Squarepants <laughs> popsicles on Amazon. So cute. So Noah, he's four years old, had ordered 51 cases of Spongebob Squarepants uh, popsicles <laughs> off his mom's Instagram account. And then he had them shipped to his aunt's house. <laughs> he was so, doing shit. <laughs> all together. He was four spirits. <laughs> Jeez, lay off. Um, <laughs> so far, he has 918 popsicles. Ooh. And because of the nature of the item, Amazon so- would not take them back. <laughs> That's terrible. Oh Where do you put all that? I wonder so, if they gave them away. As a full-time mom at New York University, his story is getting kind of sad. And mom to three boys, Brian had no idea how she would fund her son's innocent order. So she put a post on NYU students' Facebook. Um, and I believe oh, the GoFundMe, so people pay for the expenses. Okay, so in 24 hours, the full cost of the popsicles had been raised. In three days, more than 7000 had been contributed. Oh, so that's cool. So in addition to... Oh, she um, go to NYU? Yeah, she go to NYU. Go ahead. She said, as a parent to a child living with with autism spectrum disorder... All additional donations will go to Noah's education and additionally support. He cannot he cannot thank you enough, truly. Oh, that's so cool. So it turned out innocent with all those popsicles. She shared it with her school and it blew up. And now she got the co- the cost covered plus some additional help. That's good. It is. He, he was so that picture of him, he looks so proud of himself. Yes, he was stinking adorable. Like, ugh, I love to see it. So let's get into um Will Smith. Did you see a picture he uploaded recently? Big Willie. Big Willie style. <laughs> he said, I'm gonna be real with y'all. I'm in the worst shape of my life. Me that's too, what, King. <laughs> that's what Will Smith said on Instagram. And it showed a picture of him looking regular, just like the rest of us. I feel like that's what he looked like. The rest of us. <laughs> yeah, the sweetie. Shawitty. Yeah, well, he introduced uh, his quote-unquote dad bod on Instagram because he wanted to uh, say that he's going on a 12-week fitness campaign. Um, so he's going to get fit, and he's been, like, documented. And that, uh, once again, proving that Will Smith getting to Instagram is the best thing that ever happened to, like, Instagram. Um, and I guess other uh, men were inspired by, like, Will Smith being transparent. So they started the hashtag Big Willie Challenge. <laughs> like I told Sabria, that means something different. Yeah, me, I was about to say, what y'all talking about over there? And of course, I clicked the hashtag immediately. I'm like, the Big Willie Challenge. <laughs> What's that? Um, so Marlon Wayans posted a picture, um, said he's working on his dad bod. Uh, <laughs> Anthony Anderson posted a photo of, was this Funkmaster Flex? <laughs> Christopher Spencer. So All of this? these men look great, by the way. But I yeah. don't know. I was just really happy to see that because I, I think that this 
age of the internet and perfection, it affects more people than we think. Mm-hmm. And this is just another angle of it. Like, I'm sure there are specifically black men. They never talk about their body. They no. never. They just, it's not allowed. It's yeah. not allowed. But just because you can't talk about your body don't mean you don't have no thoughts. And like, I'm starting to meet more men who say things like, I'm fat or I don't like my body. I'm like, yo, it's really okay. Yeah, because I mean, I like a little tuggy tug. You know what I'm saying? Huh? Tuggy. Sabrina, I don't know if I would like if somebody called my body like, and, and <laughs> if they were talking about my body and they said tuggy tug. Okay, that's you, sweetheart. You think that these men would like being, no, bitch, you know what? I'm not even going to go down this. I'm not going here with you. Don't. Because you already say problematic oh, things. We got that right there, right there, right there, right You right, you right, you right. Yeah, you yeah, right. so just, uh, you know. You right. But no, shout out to Will Smith right. and Jeez, everybody else. For... If y'all only knew. <laughs> I could have said some things, but I'm not going to. Um, so shout out to Will Smith. Shout out to Big Willie. <laughs> shout, out, shout out to the other Big Willies, too. Yeah. Especially them. Um, so this is kind of a really terrible story. Um, if well, it was actually really funny, but if you guys um don't like <laughs> bugs or get cr- like creepy crawlies, this is the time to log out of the chat because we're about to we're about to go there. So gang members release one thousand cockroaches at a restaurant over their <laughs> unpaid debt. So I was like, huh? What? So a Taiwanese gang, this is according to like the Daily Mail, by the way, the Taiwanese gang chose another type of accessory and sent a message to the restaurant owner who allegedly borrowed cash. Authorities are investigating an attack on G House Thai Pie earlier this week, and two gang members have thrown 1,000 cockroaches into the restaurant, they say. Police believe the attack <laughs> on the restaurant, restaurant may have been carried out by organized crime. So... Here's that's what we doing now. We like so, releasing cockroaches. First of all, my question is, where do you order them from? That's my number one question, like about the logistics of it all. Like, because who decided? Because I know on Amazon you could order some like like you could order some type of freaky thing. Because I remember some girl said she ordered. I forgot what it was. It was like some type of bug, like and put it on her ex boyfriend or something, whatever. It was revenge, whatever. But Excuse me, to think of something like that in your head, that's wild to me. Very, and to very spend wild. your money on that and be like, it's worth it. That's wild. My, okay, so again, my first suggestion, my first thing is that who thought of it? Like, which person in the gang was like, you know. How was do? it executed? Yeah, because like, the traditional thing a, a gang member would do is just, like, beat, beat somebody's ass. Yeah. Were they tired? They're like, nah, nah, I don't feel like fighting. Like, I'm just, no. Like, let's get some roaches. Then, like you so said, scary. who do you order from? How do you store them? And more importantly, like, I would be afraid of it backfiring on me. And, like, I'm dropping, like, I drop a jar. Oh my god! You think about it and they crawl back on you like yeah, yeah. Like they start going up your pants, like everything. Like no, <laughs> and I feel like for some reason the type or like I hate the word roach, but the type of roaches <laughs> they got, I feel like they wasn't no everyday like. No. Ooh, I saw one. They probably was they, hissing, like, clapping. I feel like they was hissing. <laughs> I think they was hissing, um, purring, all that. Flying. Yes. Oh like, my gosh! The one they had time red eyes I saw a roach fly before, and when I tell y'all, when I tell y'all, my soul left my body. <laughs> Child, 
That is oh something God. that I would not wish on my enemy. So the article says in a CCT video released by the Thai, the Thai P police, two men in black enter a restaurant, throw cockroaches into the air, and then escape. <laughs> <laughs> throwing a cock uh, throwing a cockroach bag is classified as a violent act and should be punished that's what the police chief said <laughs> he added that the roach is small and probably the type used to feed fish oh <laughs> but being small is like scarier Two, four men and one woman is suspected of being involved in a cockroach attack <laughs> sorry <laughs> he gonna say that's a violent crime like um it's not really that violent <laughs> Is it it's a nasty, yeah. it's a dirty crime. <laughs> it's dirty, it's dirty, nasty, dirty. But it's not violent. Like, it's just not. So It's yeah. not. It's My scary. Whole thing is, I mean, creepy. This is yet another um, piece of motivation to never get involved with a crime. <laughs> with a, like an organized... Period, because you just don't know who you messing with. Dang. Yeah, you really think an ass whooping is the first thing, the worst thing you can get. Turns out it's actually... Um, a cockroach attack. Yeah. So speaking of cockroaches, let's move on to Portia and her <laughs> new um estranged husband. Or the new she's engaged to a estranged husband. I thought she was engaged <laughs> to her old husband. No, she is engaged to somebody else's husband. And so my mom watches Real Housewives of Atlanta, so and I watch it sometimes when she watches, so I'm a little familiar with the situation. So her name was Fallon. She um got divorced from her husband. And Portia says, oh, Fallon, like, we were never friends. So whatever. And then they resurfaced the clip of her at Fallon's house with her sister and her other friend. And the caption said, Portia's Fallon, Portia's friend. And yeah. she was calling her foul. Like, you know when you shorten somebody's name, that means hey, like you gotta be some type of close to somebody if you want to start and, calling and her that she name. and Fallon introduced Portia and her sister to her their her husband. Oh, these bitches just foul, foul, foul. Ain't that crazy? Uh, yeah, I'm looking at the uh and I don't know what Portia is, but she like she like hand bones. <laughs> Are you talking about the type of guy she likes a handball? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm reading the caption for the picture. She says, our relationship began a month ago. Yes, we are crazy in love. I know it's fast, but we are living life each day to its fullest. Then she also wrote, I chose, she wrote the whole thing. I choose happiness every morning and every night. Tuning Bitches, out when they wrong, they energy. always say I choose happiness. And only focus on positive wishes. He makes me happy. And to me, that's the, that is what matters most. So I'm be honest, before I even knew about all the drama with Fallon and stuff like that, and that this man was somebody else's husband, I saw that and I was like, why would you share that you've been getting dating a month ago? Like, I was just looking at her. Actually, is when I wrote that caption on, I wrote that tweet <laughs> that was like, uh, yeah, I just can't with people who just like are constantly optimistic about love. <laughs> because when you get to be her age, you would think that you would be a little bit better at that. But I feel like stuff. when you get, I feel like when you get a certain age, I feel like loneliness starts taking over. You get a bit of like a sense of delusion. I also think that birds grow up to be bigger birds and they never change. And that's just like how it True. is. Like some people who just don't have sense now, they just be in like, I don't know what they be doing through life, but they definitely don't be learning 
or observing. I just think that they just be living and not necessarily taking in any lessons because I'm like, why would somebody... But you know, I also got to think about attention. Some folks are very much attention hungry mm-hmm. and relationships like do what they're doing now. They get people talking and now you're relevant because you don't have a job other than staying relevant, you know? <laughs> I agree. I agree. That has to be it. That has to be. But, like, it's definitely dirty to be with somebody else's man. Um, it's, it's dirty to date your friend's ex-husband. That like, I'm so, sorry. That's so sick. I'm, like, trying to get more realistic about, like, you know, maybe dating people from, from like, your friend's past. Because, you know, at some point, like, if your friend only, like, matched with somebody on Tinder, then you meet them and have a history. You can't say, like, oh, my friend, you know said for exchange for texts with you therefore you're now off the limits (laughs) because that's just immature at some point and you could be blocking your friend's happiness your own happiness stuff like that like that is where i'm like trying to let up i'm trying to let up there but if anybody i've been to their house they broke up they husband off limits i'm sorry it can't be you it can't be you that's my soulmate Exactly, like you introduce, like you, she introduced, she said, This is my husband, like whatever, blah, blah. blah. When does it end? When does it end? When does it end? Moving on uh, to our next subject. So, Nicki Minaj, okay, she dropped photo, two photos. She was propped up. Got the pillows covering the private. She was iced out. High ponytail. High ponytail. Baby hair is very much laid. She had her pink lip signature pink lipstick on, mm-hmm. rings, and she had a little crock. Jeweled out. Yep. Jeweled out. This is cro- like croquillas. original content. That is. I've never she seen looks, a picture like this before. She looks so good. She looks amazing. Um, and the caption well. was Friday. <laughs> and everybody started pulling their wigs off. Because what is it? What's happening? That's what's impact, baby. What's happening on Friday? That is so crazy. I'm going to just assume it's new music. I'm yeah. Also, I love that she has just made her whole career off of Friday. And off of Pink. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. This, photo, this photo contains the two things. Yep, um, exactly. I think I hope it, it's new music. If it's not, I'm sorry. Also, if it's not music, I'm going to laugh like so fucking hard. <laughs> <laughs> Sabrina, why would you laugh? Because it's funny. Like, it's just funny when people just, they, they like, get somebody. Like, when Beyonce did that too, it's that time. <laughs> just announced she was vegan. We're like, we don't care. As a vegan, I really just wanted music. Also, when she when it was she announced it and it just was a Pepsi commercial. Yeah, oh, that's right. funny. Like I'll take it. Don't get me wrong, but funny. <laughs> if it's not, it's just gonna be funny because people are literally losing their shit. And also, Rihanna posted a picture at the same time as her. Well, no, like a few minutes after. And well, that was today, right? Mm-hmm. And they had the same shoes on. They did have the same. So everybody like, everybody like, collab, collab, collab. Oh my god, I really wouldn't have put those together. I just would be like, they both got the best stylists in the game. The girls are thirsty. They're thirsty. They're hungry. Rihanna looks like an absolute meal. 
and this and these yeah. photos. And when like, I saw wow. those two pictures, I'm like, yes, old bitches are winning. Like, okay. They are not the fuck old. They not <laughs> just <but> grown. Like, <laughs> just grown. Just grown. They um That's sorry, what we gotta stop just... saying. Not that we old, we'll be grown. Exactly. But right. I, I, the only reason why I say that is because the internet be making you seem like you like washed after you turn twenty five. Yeah, I'm like, I don't. Them kids don't know what they talking about, and they gonna get their day in court real soon. <laughs> They'll get a chance to see what old. But is. the crazy thing is, we look younger than a lot of them. <laughs> Mm-hmm. My thing is, I never really got on like people for their age because I just was like, "Well, the only time if I I'm alive, I, if, I will." Yeah, when when people act immature, and I'm like, "How have you not learned better?" At or your age? when people like were trying to be mean to me, like I'm like, "You're you are an old lady." <laughs> yeah, but because you are too old to be acting that way, you may not be old in the grand you know, scheme of, like, life, but you're definitely too old to be doing this. Mm-hmm. There is a such thing as too old for some behavior. And I... It's um, true. I stand in that, you know? Da-da-da-da. So, let's move on to the second place, and let's hope that Nikki actually drops some music. That's what I want. I want some music. Mm-hmm. Um, Sunken place. So, we want to <laughs> put those, these love and light bitches when in the sunken that, place. When I saw that, I lost my uh, mind. Because I'm done, and this was... We was talking about this, but we actually had a chance to... I actually talked to our girlfriend, Savvy. Shouts to Savvy. Um, she was talking about how Uzi's ex-girlfriend dropped this video where she was talking about JT. So, if you don't know, yeah, J- she was JT, like- and, JT and Uzi date, and then JT don't like Uzi's ex, Brittany. And she seems like she says little smart, slick things, too. So, excuse me one second. I feel like I'm about to sneeze and I'm good. Yeah, so Brittany was saying that, like, she never wants another woman to fail. And so she's not going to give JT the same energy she's giving her. But she just wants to say that she saw JT get three-pieced by Uzi. But, you know... She wasn't going to, like, you know, and that makes her very sad to have seen that and to know that JT don't love herself and all these things. Right, 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 right. Did she get three-piece? Who knows, right? I hope not. I really do hope that did not happen. But the way this girl was looking, she looked like she didn't know what day of the week it was, let alone if somebody got three-piece or or not. And my thing is, where were you? Yeah. (laughs) Why were you, why were you near then? Where were you? Were How you did in you the see it? Somewhere like I think she's just like alluding that she saw like in a hotel, like or something. I don't know. But why were you there? I, I watch. We we listened to the video and I just didn't get it. Like, please let us know if we missed something. But I'm like, I just don't get it. I really don't get it. Why were liar. you there? Why were you? Why did you have the opportunity to witness that? You creepy like person like why did you even have the chance to do that my and then she like savvy said well then if you don't want to see it why don't you help her or something like why yeah, you exactly you just was watching you just was staring at her get her ass beat and then you slickly bring it up in a funny way like if you really was respectful it, and let's just say you wanted to mention abuse, which was would have been wrong. Could have been like, I saw JT getting abused, but you're like I saw her getting three piece. Like you're trying to be funny. Yeah, like you're trying to be funny, and all, the joke's on you because it's no always one, a shea butter crystals locks in their hair. Yanni Stone in the coochie asshole that's saying stuff like that. Like, 
it's and it's again respectability. She probably thinks she's so much smarter than JT because JT will weave and <laughs> she got her boobs done. She probably think like you think that makes you smarter, like. <laughs> you still dated the same nigga. That's how I got to say. You ever the same nigga, so and that's how good. we know each other. Yep, that's how we know each other through him. So uh, exactly. So that's all. That's that all is, that got to matter here. Like you don't have to fuck with me. You don't have to approve of me. None of that. But it's very for me, corny. I see that all the time. Like Thanks. I'll see these like love and light chakra coochie uh, <laughs> girls. They'll be so love and light, and then you start talking about like. Black men being feminine in any way, and they be like, "Oh my God, no, gay, gay, gay." Uh, I'm a womb man, like I'm <laughs> a woman with a womb in it. Like, like they could be very much transphobic, very much like promoting toxic masculinity. So I'm like, quit it, quit the love and light X, and, and just be toxic like the rest of us. Period. And like, I'm not gonna say no names, but I know somebody, okay, <laughs> who is all love and light on social media to the point where I was really bought in and then I heard through the grapevine that they didn't want to pay another black creative so I just was like oh so you all about you know energy and karma but you was trying to get something for little to nothing Ooh, let from, me know who this is. oh yeah well from a black creator so I'm just like it, you gotta watch these bitches that's doing splits that's wearing harem pants in the jungle <laughs> and stuff because they are the ones they are the ones who don't respect they they don't practice what they preach but they understand what they preach can bring in revenue exactly. and it's, it's hard just like, like I that said, I got bamboozled just like I that was hood bamboozled. healer bitch hood healer yes I was so bamboozled like I was bought in like oh my god like that's what's up that this girl was doing xyz like oh oh my goodness and now you just start to learn things and I had to unfollow because I'm I don't want to hear you talk about karma I don't want to hear you talk about it because it's like here's the thing I don't post pictures like that but I'm very tapped in spiritually so huh. when people don't take it seriously it's a big turnoff Exactly. And like people don't understand like also a lot like a lot of their practicing a lot of their practices and preachers are rooted in like pe- being passive aggressive and they mm-hmm. think just because they're being like monotone or being like very like I guess their 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 delivery is like nonchalant or whatever that is all like love and light and stuff like that but we could see past it like it's passive aggressive. Just like that girl yeah. Brittany when she said you were th- like you know she wasn't like being she was still you know trying to be funny. Be but she very was, dark yeah her exactly. energy was very dark and it was very evil and it's just like at least jt don't try to pretend like she not petty exactly <laughs> like those locks cannot save you queen no they cannot they cannot so yeah stop You're done just quit it um quit it. moving on huh i said yeah quit it <laughs> i said huh uh, moving on to common senses. All right. So let's get into when to be the bigger person. Speaking of love and light, right? Like, when is it important to tap into being a bigger person versus when is it the time to be the fuck petty? When is it time to be petty? Because I stand in the fact that there is a time to be petty. I feel like it definitely is. I feel like when you, so for instance, for me, it's like, all right, you come in whatever situation, maybe work, relationship or something, and you like letting people know, like, you know, how you are and, you know, your expectations for things and you are, excuse me, you're being a little nicer 
than you usually are. And then people try to give you their ass to kiss. Okay. <clears throat> so you say that first time you're like, all right, I just got here. We just, I just got here. We just got into this thing. I'm going, I'm going to let it slide. Um, Maybe I am, for me, like the steps that my brain goes through is like, maybe, okay, one, maybe I'm taking it personal. Don't take it too personal. Mm-hmm. Two, I think, um, well, maybe that person was having a bad day. Um, three, maybe, you know, that's how they talk. Like, cause sometimes when I say stuff, people think I'm being sarcastic yeah, or I'm not. So I'm like, all right. But then if I keep seeing it and it's like repetitive, oh no, I got to, no, you can chew it up. You can nade up. Like, no, because now you're trying to be smart. Yeah, and like you said, you gotta th- go. You just named like three or four steps to understand this somebody. Exactly. If you gotta do that shit every time you talk <laughs> yeah, to somebody. Not every. I'm, I'm only gonna do it the first. I'm only gonna do it the first time. Maybe the second time if you yeah. catch you on a lazy day. But no, because like for me, I'm thinking of more of like a work setting, and like I'm trying to be like graceful. Like okay, like. For one, I'm thinking, like, especially for me, because I had got let go of a job because I, like, um, you know, just let that chopper sing. So, <laughs> after that, <laughs> after, after that, I was, like, a little bit more, like, conscious of, like, how, how I, um, how I showed up and, like, thinking of the steps I could take before I reach that level. But if you keep if like you said, if I have to, if it's like the second time I have to question this up, I'm definitely going to, you know, I'm, I'm definitely going to snap a little bit because now you're trying to be funny and I'm, we about to get real hilarious. <laughs> like, you know, real, we, real funny. We about real to funny. get, we about to get real funny. I'm talking Chappelle show funny. Exactly. Okay. Since we, since we're here. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I agree with literally everything you said. Like, the steps you name is literally what I go through when I'm trying to process being a bigger person. Um, originally, when you, like, mentioned this um, for the topic, though, I was thinking more about, like, in, like, French, like, re- like interpersonal relationships, like, when I when to be a bigger person. I still go through the same steps, but, like, I just feel like the important, like, the reasoning behind being a bigger person in my interpersonal relationships are so much different from, from being a bigger person person at work being a bigger person at work is because i'm like, i'm just trying to keep my damn job like that's yeah, it like, same. I, I don't even at really work. fuck with you to begin with it's like i didn't ex- i didn't personally pick out anybody on this team like i'm here <laughs> because for the same reason yeah, y'all niggas was here i was picked again like, that's why me letting my chopper saying i t- one time looking back maybe i shouldn't have said it but it was resting on the thing is when things are resting on my chest, it's like like in Mean Girls when Katie said, um, bird vomit. Like I just come out and I did tell one of the employees that if I interviewed you, I would have never hired you. I did say that. <laughs> was it the truth? And you weren't wrong. Yes. No, you weren't wrong. Should and I like did, I'm not it? saying I've never let the chopper sing at work. Yeah, but no, I'm saying I, it's yeah, just, exactly. it's just easier for me to be a bigger person at exactly. work because I'm like Exactly. Okay. And that's when I I just let that person get the best of me and I'm glad that you know my teammates were every you know small team so they knew my heart, they knew that I was tried. So I I slipped and yeah. I admitted it and I said, "Yes, I did say that. I did say it and I meant it." Um but doesn't mean that okay, 
I'm not saying again. I, I'm sorry, I was right, but um, <laughs> but anyway, like you said, like with friendships, like you know, being a bigger person and stuff. Nobody, I feel like people should not make you feel small. Mm. Um, and I feel like once you are like made to feel small or like question, um, you know, hey, that's not blah 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 whatever. I think that's when it's okay to be like, you know what, let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have. Okay. So the first question I have, I agree with everything you said. Why is it important to be a bigger person? Um, You could talk about it any way, like any type of relationship. Like, why is it even important? Because when I was a kid, I didn't think, I felt like being a bigger person means you lost. <laughs> yeah. I feel like. I don't like, look at it like that way now. Exactly. I felt the same way when I was younger as well. Um, But I feel like now it is more important, I know, especially for me, because I am able to deter, um, like, what situations deserve my energy and what situations don't. And also, for me, I know it is very important for me to have conversations with myself and to, like I said, like, earlier, I'm like, am I taking this personal? Is it this and the third, blah, blah, blah. Um, but... It doesn't mean that much to me now because I'm definitely learning that some people's behavior is not a reflection of you. It's a reflection mm-hmm. of themselves. More than and anything else. more than we know, so many people um, lash out. Like, I, I, as adults, I'm realizing that a lot of people, um, their behavior is a result of them lashing out. Um, and sometimes I look at that and it makes me sad. Like it makes me sad to the point where I can't even, um, retaliate because I'm going to feel silly because I know that you, this person either one feels small or they are, um, oh, I would say like a weaker individual because they can't like, you know, just control, um, their their feelings about themselves is leaking over to you so at a point it like kind of makes me feel sad and i'm like if this is what makes you happy making you feel like you got a victory over me like doing some type of thing i'm gonna let you have that because it's like kind of sad like it's it's like i look at it i'm like it's sad it's really yeah, sad it definitely is sad and that that starts to shift because i never used to feel bad for people but like you said you just start to learn that it is sad when somebody can't like process at all yeah exactly it's sad because for me i get so much joy out of processing and because it helps me figure out who I am and learn who I am and also I feel like it makes me a better person and it 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 feels good to say to somebody um to to be able to vocalize hey I'm having a bad day or hey I feel this much better it's easier exactly it's easier I'm like hey I feel I'm acting this way because of xyz like it feels so much easier because like for me I probably you probably can relate that like when I was um you know younger and like even up until probably I would say like this year I thought it made me a stronger person to just keep stuff in Mm -hmm. and be like oh whatever 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 but it's much it's it is it's it's harder it's it's easy but also it's harder to vocalize it gets easier though but it gets easier it gets easier and it's starting to get it's definitely starting to get easier for me because like for instance you know when I was going through things when I was working at my job I would if I was not you know so focused on like trying to grow and stuff I probably would have never said like hey I feel this way 
I would have just let stuff go further and further and further. Yeah, no, I definitely um agree with it. I think it's, uh, it is hard when you first start being honest, because if you're not used to it and it's not around all the time, it just feels like, oh God, I don't know what's going to happen after I say that. Mm-hmm. But then the sense of relief you get when 90% of the time people are really, really understanding, it's just so much better to live that way. Um, but it's important for me to be a bigger person because I'll be like, somebody has to do it. Like somebody. It is. It's, it's true. Between, between the two of us, like, especially like if you have a fallout with friends and we both, we always say we only had one real, just, we didn't even have a fallout because that's not our, in neither one of our natures. We both just kind of like disappear into the mist. Like yeah. <laughs> that's the type of people we are. When we're too sensitive. But I just had to be, I was just like, well, listen, this friendship is going on for too long. So whatever this was, it is not going to be enough to like stop it. Mm-hmm. Or like you're in a romantic relationship. It's not okay. Well, I really like him. I know I was mad, but I don't want this to be over. Mm-hmm. And when you think like that, you just have to be like, okay, cool. Like I just want this to be over. Therefore, I will initiate it. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel about being mm-hmm. the bigger person. I want this shit over. I want to be talking to you again. I don't want to be sitting here wondering because when I get into like a beef or any disagreement with people I care about, it could be my mom, it could be my cousin, it could be you, a partner. That's me thinking about it all damn day, mm-hmm. all day, all day, all day. And I just want to be free from that. And I'm like, it could all end with a simple conversation because if I know this person, like I think I do, they want to talk to me as well. Exactly. They want to talk to me as well. Exactly. Like I'm the type of person where I get an argument with niggas. Sometimes me being a bigger person is being like, why haven't you texted me to apologize yet? Like, I don't get <laughs> it. Like, where are you at? But that's because I just feel like, oh, well, where are you I'm, at? Yeah, like, what are you thinking about? Like, what are you thinking about? Because I've been over here going through it for the past, you know, X amount of hours. Like, ask Sabria. I would literally tell somebody, like, excuse me, I'm waiting for you to reach out. Like, what's going on? (laughs) And I feel like... to me, it's still being a bigger person. It is. It is. Because also, like, it's not, you know, tomorrow is not promised. And if somebody means something to you, even if, you know, you feel like, though, it's not reciprocated, you did your part. And then if you feel like, okay, that was in, that was the end of that and walk away as long as you, I feel like it's, it's practice. It's, it's, practice. it's practice. It's practice. And it's a, it's a different type of freedom when you say, oh, I did my part. So that didn't yep. happen because of me. When you don't do your part, you don't walk away from the relationship feeling the same, same way. Um, and my next question, um, are you usually the bigger person? Like, when you have fallouts and stuff like that? It depends, honestly. I'm be honest. It depends. Like, it, it depends, like, who it is, um, who the person, it, like, I'm falling out with. Like, if it's, like, friends or, like, well, when I was younger, I feel like I was just, like, pet, like, I'm like, nope, I'm not. Like, even if it was family, I'd be like, nope, I'm not reaching out first. I'm yep, not just that third, blah, blah, blah. But as I get older and realize that, you know, as I get older and I have, like, you know, lost people who are close to me and stuff, I'm like, that, you know, loosens up a bit. And also, like, I feel like, you know, family gets um, different types of privileges. Um, And, you know, close friends get, like, you know, different types of privileges. But honestly, for me, it depends on what was done. Yeah, it do depend. It depends. Like, some things are just, like, 
unforgivable. But like some things, um, also like um, you know, the infamous quote that's like forgiveness is like you um drinking a, if you know holding a grudge is like you drinking a poison and trying to wait wait for the other person to like you know die. Um, yeah. that has, you know, some truth to it. And as I get older, like for instance, somebody that I never thought that I would forgive, whatever, I would just say like my ex. And, you know, I definitely, I mean, personally, I do, it's not that I struggle, but like, as I forgiven him, I feel like I've definitely been able to move on, move forward. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's always going to be, I mean, it's, People don't even be doing nothing to me. That's what I'm saying. People don't even really be doing real stuff to me. It's just the people around me. I see stuff and I get mad. But anyway, <laughs> being able <laughs> to forgive um, somebody like that and realize um, that, you know, again, that you feel bad. Like, again, it's the thing where it's like, yes, what you did hurt me very bad, very deeply. But... Again, you, my mom told me, you know, hurt people hurt people and it's corny, but it's very true. And sometimes I have a hard time seeing that because I feel like I would never do that to somebody. But everybody does not have your upbringing. Everybody yep. does not have your heart. And some and people, people are acting out from childhood. Exactly. And some people are raised to lie, cheat, and steal. That's how they survive. So, mm-hmm. and some, and you know, and sometimes people are in collateral damage for that. Um, so, um, learning that, learning more about people, I feel, and taking in consideration people's upbringing and stuff like that, even, you know, as adults, because, um, that has made it easier for me to be a bigger person when it, when it comes to certain things, like I said, when Mm -hmm. it comes to certain things. No, I definitely feel that. And I agree. It does depend on the situation. I do feel like I am typically the bigger person though. I do. I feel like I'm the bigger person a lot because I don't feel like I don't have no skin in the game. Like I'm not like in it. Like I'm like, if you playing that game, you playing it by yourself that oh winning, losing, winning, losing all that type of stuff. Because when it comes to my relationships, I don't keep the tally. And I'm like, if I'm very serious about like preserving things. So if I fall out with a friend or something like that, it wasn't like this in childhood, but as an adult, I'm like, sorry, I'm turning my mic down. As an adult, I'm like, uh-uh, I, I need to understand what's going on here so I can move on. Because mm-hmm. if you go, if you want to continue to beef, you can beef by yourself. But if you want to move on, like I'm all, I'm for that as well. Um, the only problem with being a bigger person is that it, you do hit a wall after a time. It's mm-hmm. just like you do start to feel like, okay, cool. Well, if I was a bigger person this time, I don't know if I can do it again next time if you do I this agree. again. Because then you're going to just keep thinking, like, I'm one to play with. Also, <laughs> if I was very patient with the person and then I finally felt like I had to snap to defend myself, then I'm not as much of a bigger person in that case either. I agree. Like, um, there are certain people that I'm... I've, it's, I know they say not forgiving people is like drinking poison and waiting for your enemy to die. But some people have a different relationship with grudges. Like for me, it's a grudge is just 
really out of sight, out of mind. And I really don't think me forgiving you would make me feel any different because that's how much I don't think about you. Yeah, and sometimes you don't hold anger. It's not even like a grudge. It's just that we just cannot be in... I'm disconnected from you. Yeah, exactly. Um, There have been times where I was a bigger person and I apologized and I absolutely felt a weight off my shoulder because it was the stakes in a relationship really resulted in me like you know being kind of toxic to myself Mm -hmm. because I was making up all these scenarios about what happened versus just communicating but when when I know what happened and it was just somebody who played themselves then I'm like oh no like I don't I'm not going to be the bigger person but if you were to talk to me of course I wouldn't like turn my back on you (laughs) that's how I feel period um so we got into some pros and cons like the pros of being like forget like the bigger person is just that you take accountability it's mature it feels better but then like you said the cons are that people can play you with it like it could just become a, oh you think i'm just uh a dork you think it's sweet over here you think she's sweet all right cool <laughs> um so when do you decide to stop being the bigger person like when's the last straw I feel like when I feel aches in my body, like I know that sounds very um, dramatic, but when start stuff start affecting, I'll fact that when stuff start affecting <laughs> me, when stuff start affecting me like physically, then I mm-hmm. feel like it's just it's done with physically, or I can like see you not listening to me like see you not get Mm -hmm. it or you do it over again the thing that i like you know called you out on or the thing that we had a disagreement if you do it again then it's just like yeah i can't i can't Mm -hmm. and when yeah and when stuff like like also another thing like when i if if i'm concerned for your safety and you're not yeah. I'm sorry. I have to. I have to um separate myself. I have to disconnect. I have, yeah, I have to, to disconnect. disconnect. Um, and I agree. Like when I start feeling like uh caring about you is harming me, then it's time to cut it out because I'm like that <laughs> should not be the price that I have to pay for having a relationship, friendship, or anything else with you. I don't. I'm not requiring you to neglect yourself or neglect your feelings, you know, to be in a relationship or, you know, be connected with me. So it was like, that shouldn't be, um, on the table. I also feel like, like you said, when you could just tell somebody's not listening and mm-hmm. there aren't going to be many times where somebody looks you in the eyes and say, hi, like I'm not listening to you and I will never change. <laughs> but there are absolutely some actions and an energy that you can spot to be like, okay, I'm not being a bigger person during this fallout. Maybe it's absolutely meant for us to fall out and not be connected anymore because this might be this person's nature. And even if they want to change, can they like just being real about that? Like, can this person change? And wow, like I am preaching to myself right now, but that's just, that's just how it is. It gets to a point where it goes from being a bigger person to being a bigger fool. And like, (laughs) I don't, I don't be comfortable with wearing the clown shoes for just, any old reason and I'm like "Mm -mm, not at all and then we move to petty because I feel like when you stop being a bigger person you don't directly jump into being petty you just don't be the bigger person like you just let your ride I'm not talking to you or you know I'm okay with this space between us it might be the best thing possible it feels good Mm -hmm. but versus being petty it's like now I'm about to be getting my bag and actually become somebody that I'm not too often. <laughs> and again, I'm not above it. I don't, and I get it from my mother. Like my mom is very petty. Like she doesn't go there often. You know, I know. She, yep, your mom, same one. My grandma, I'm very, I come from just 
petty blood. <laughs> so it's just not, it's just not beneath me to just go there. So <laughs> when is it, when is it that go time for you? Um, for me, it's so hard to tell because that's what scares me sometimes about myself. So sometimes I'll just randomly snap out. <laughs> I don't think your snap outs are very ever random. I think they always come from a lot of patience. I feel like I've never seen you go from zero to 100. Really? You always know. You like a click and dial. Like you just... Unless it's like somebody on the street, yeah, maybe. But <laughs> oh, like, yeah, that's, that's yeah. But since I'm on the street, thinking. you definitely can get very explosive very quickly. But like <laughs> friends and relationships, I never see you go from like that to petty. Like it's a slow dial. Yeah, I don't like to do that. I really don't. I don't like. I don't like conflict within like close relationships. But um, I feel like again for me, I feel like when it's time to get like um, is when you try to play me. Like it's yeah. in my face. <laughs> When you try to play me or try to make me seem like I'm stupid, like I'm the dumb one, yeah, I'm about to get rowdy. It's I think it's time to get petty when people think I'm sweet. Like honestly, um, yeah, that too. That I too. love that because I'm like you have never been so wrong in your entire <laughs> fucking life. Ain't shit sweet about me. Like it's really <laughs> not sweet. And I've been like I do a lot of foreshadowing in relationships. Like sometimes I'll tell people a real crazy story. Like oh my god, I remember that time I got jumped and I didn't budge. <laughs> like just to let people know like a little taste of who I am because I can see like the glasses, veganism. Like it mm-hmm. can confuse you, but like, I get it. So like, I try to give people a little taste of like how dynamic I am. Like I have the range. Like I. I can do anything in hopes that they will never like try me. But that foreshadowing do not be working half the time because it goes in one ear and out the other. Like sometimes people just have a way that they view you. So to me, I feel like sometimes pettiness could be a form of, it could be a favor mm-hmm. too. Cause it's like this time I'm petty, next time you might get your ass beat. So maybe if I say <laughs> <Whoa>. something, <laughs> yeah, I like, feel like. <laughs> <laughs> like maybe if I say something like real petty, then it'll get you to look inward, you know, and then be like, oh, I was kind of coming kind of slick at somebody. And now they bring it up like my baby dad or now they're like bringing up like something I'm ashamed of or yeah. like my outfit. Like it's sometimes it's just like, yeah, let me just remind like you're not perfect. Like you're not. You're not perfect at all. Period. So that's when it's time to d- jump into pettiness. Um, sometimes it just feels good. Uh, I was watching <laughs> to you. <laughs> I was watching the Gilmore Girls, and the grandma read this woman in filth for coming at her <laughs> granddaughter. So this lady told Rory that she wasn't good enough to marry into their family, yeah, and the grandma that. got wind that they said that her family wasn't good enough, and she was like, "I don't know why Mitchum ever even picked you to be his wife." And he's still stepping out, but I'm sure you know that. That explain why your weight is going up and down every um three uh, thirty pounds every three months. <laughs> I was sitting on this bed on this couch a lot. <laughs> My jaw was on the ground, Dang. but she needed to be told. She did because I'm like you was you was being mean to a, a, a young woman, and now look at you you being read by an older woman. Pray. How you feel? How you feel? Right. So yes, guys. Despite all that, be the bigger person as much as possible. <laughs> um, it's good for the soul if it you can is. do it. If it don't make your bones hurt, like Sabrina said, if it don't make your bones hurt, be the bigger person. Yeah, I agree. But if you if you feel it in your gut, 
I'm being a fool. Like I've been taking advantage of. You probably are, and it's okay. Right. Just just back back off. We've all been there. <laughs> some of us are there now. Like you just have to. Some of us are there now. Um, you just have to just keep it pushing. <laughs> that's my advice. Moving on. <laughs> that's that's actually it. That's the show. Um, thank you guys for tuning in to another fun filled episode of Black Girl Brunch. Make sure you follow us on the socials. Let us know how you feel. And of course, we always talk back. Follow us on Instagram at Black Girl Brunch. Follow us on Twitter, BLK Girl Brunch. Then you can catch up with us individually. Follow me on Instagram at Imam Mate. Follow me on Twitter at It's Mate. It's Sabrina. Follow me on Instagram at Franken. It's Frankenfem and Frankenfem underscore on Twitter. And also, if you are interested in vegan recipes, follow me at Vegan Bristo. Yes, check out that page. Vegan Taste Test coming sooner than later. Yeah. Um, also, guys, if you have email, if you have any questions or you would like to advertise with us or you have a listener letter that you'd like to send in, make sure you write us at blackgirlbrunch at gmail.com. We're always excited to get some um, new mail. So check us out. Make sure y'all have a good week. We love you. Bye. Peace.